0: The Basics of Chassidus, Volume 1, Chapter 2, Section 5, The One Torah. Unchanging Truth In summary, the Torah carries two contrasting, yet inextricable elements. While on the one hand the Torah is purely divine, it is also applied in the tangible world as its guide and purpose. Paradoxically, the Torah's relevance to the life and habits of mankind does not render it earthly. Instead, it is precisely because of its godly nature that it can be truly relevant to all places and all times. As mentioned above, The meaning of the word Torah is instruction and guidance. This is because the guidance offered by the Torah is in no way parenthetical. Rather, it is essential to the Torah itself. Because the Torah is totally divine, it is not confined to the realm of ideas and instead is tangible, real, and relevant to daily life. This combination of godliness and relevance earns Torah the name Torah's M S, denoting the real and unchanging truth of Torah. While the Torah provides man with purpose and direction, it's not subject to the fragility of the human condition. Although as people mature, develop, and age, their health regimen or diet may need a judged adjustment the Torah and its guidance will remain ever applicable and eternal this unchanging status of the Torah is codified by the Rambam as the ninth principle of faith the prominence of this classification implies that it has relevance to the Torah's very definition this can be understood in the context of our discussion that the Torah was given at Sinai as a perfect expression of Anochi, the unchanging, ineffable essence of God. Just as God is not subject to change of any kind, so too his Torah and mitzvahs are perfect and everlasting. Thus, despite the inevitable changes of human condition, no mitzvahs can possibly become obsolete Or even less necessary over time. Not limited to the personal benefit generated by their performance, the true virtue of post Sinaitic mitzvahs is that they are God's absolute will. Sinai, a one time event. As discussed above, the revelation at Sinai was completely revolutionary. Anochi, the very essence of the divine, was revealed and became forever invested within the Torah and mitzvahs. God's essence, Anochi, is a singular being, and this revelation aligned the totality of existence towards the fulfillment of a single unified purpose. Because of this theme of ultimate oneness, the disclosure of Anochi, was therefore unable to be divided into stages or phases. An occasion like no other, Sinai is accordingly seen as a singular one-time event. Similarly, the revelation at Sinai served as the one-time Matan Torah, where the entirety of Torah was granted to the Jewish people. While the assembled only heard the Ten Commandments, not only the two tablets are considered to be Sanaitic. Instead, the entire vastness of Torah is seen as an expression of Anochi and thus encapsulated within the Sanaitic revelation. While one may see the Torah as a device combination of multiple elements, layers, and genres, it was all presented at Sinai as one cohesive whole. Despite the various features and applications of Torah, they are inseparable. The entire spectrum of the written and oral elements of Torah, as well as the various interpretive implements of Pshat, Remez, and Soid, are all nothing but infinite wisdom, Communicating the singular essence of God Himself. An analogy. An appropriate illustration for the cohesive nature of Torah is found in the paradigm of a person. The most sophisticated creation, the human composite of body and soul, has numerous abilities, characteristics, and systems. Despite the multitude of functions and features, body parts and soul dimensions, the person is one, not many. Neither the body nor the soul can independently be referred to as a person. Instead, it is the fusion of the many that forms the single individual. When a person says I, they refer not to their smarts nor to their physique, Instead, they refer to the entire composite of body and soul, of limbs and of traits. They are all inseparably I. Overcoming the inner diversity of man, it is the person's encompassing sense of identity that sees all components as integral to its single self. In parallel to the person's unified composite of self, the Torah is also a single organism a complete whole. With every aspect of Torah being intimately interrelated and interwoven with every other part, the Torah is not subject to division or multiplicity. Instead, it is the singular essence of Anochi that is at the core of the Torah, thus causing complete interdependence between all facets of Torah as they are truly only one. Section 6. The Inner Dimension. The Body and Soul of Torah. The above insight into the core of Torah provides fresh perspective regarding the Torah's various components – To follow the above analogy of the human paradigm, just as a person is comprised of a tangible, functional body and a transcendent soul, so too the Torah includes both functional instruction and relevance and soulful depths. Much like a person cannot exist without both body and soul, the Torah's integrity depends on these two complementary elements. Often referred to as Nigla de Torah, the body of Torah, is the application of the Torah in the physical world. The literal reading of the Chumash, the halachic process, and Talmudic learning all find their place in this element of Torah. Without this practical body, the objective of the Torah as a whole cannot be actualized. The soul of the Torah, often referred to as Pnimius HaTorah, includes the mystical wisdom encrypted within the Chumash, much of the Midrash and the Kabbalah. This element of Torah offers deep insight into the essence of godliness, God's interaction with the world and the purpose of creation. Also known as Chachmas HaEmes, or the wisdom of truth, it reveals the perspective of the supernal, exposing the inner meaning and purpose of Torah and mitzvahs. Like the soul whose transcendent reality perceives spiritual purpose, the soul of the Torah provides a cosmic, godly dimension to everyday life. While the body of Torah seems to focus on the do's and don'ts of mitzvah observance, the Torah soul infuses the tangible with vitality and spirit. Through providing awareness of a deeper and higher reality, a soulful enthusiasm is infused within the body of practical observance. Ultimately, both the exoteric and esoteric dimensions of Torah are absolutely integral and authentic. In perfect parallel to a human body and soul, the body of Torah cannot function without the soul – while the soul of Torah is ineffective without the body. Both granted at Sinai, they each carry unique yet interdependent roles in the revelation of divine wisdom. The concealed soul. A primary difference between body and soul is that the body is apparent while the soul is not. While one can easily size up the nature and function of the body, the character of the soul remains shrouded in mystery. Although one can easily ascertain the soul's existence, its character and nature are hardly knowable from human experience. The soul's concealed disposition finds its parallel in the soul of the Torah as well. Just as the soul may be termed nistar adam or the concealed element of man, so too the Torah soul is referred to as Nister Shabbat Torah, or the concealed part of Torah. Aside from the revelation at Sinai, where the depths of the divine were in often open display, this element of Torah has largely been concealed. Meticulously transmitted from teacher to student, the chain of the esoteric tradition ran parallel to the tradition of the rest of the oral Torah. However, while the exoteric aspect of the Torah was shared broadly, the esoteric soul of the Torah remained concealed, only being shared with a select few. Despite several of the Mishnaic sages having been steeped in the esoteric depths, little of their teachings were ever revealed. In many instances, this concealment was deliberate, as it was intended to protect the unqualified student from misunderstanding these lofty and often sensitive teachings. In fact, the Mishnah rules that one may not expound upon Maase Bereshis, the act of creation before two or more individuals, nor may one teach Masa Merikova, the design of the divine chariot, Unless that student is wise and understands most matters on his own, while there are several interpretations of the exact references of Massa Boatiius and Massa Merkava given in the Mishnah, they surely refer to elements of the Panimius Hatura. The reason for the restriction of such study is because these specific teachings and spiritual experiences are especially sensitive, and can actually lead to negative consequences if they are misconstru- misconstrued the soul revealed despite having explained that the very nature of the Torah's soul is to be concealed and abstract one must not consider this to be a permanent concealment firstly the torah was granted in its entirety to every jew therefore it is untenable that a Jew would be permanently barred from properly accessing God's most cherished gift. Secondly, a central theme of the Torah's delivery to the Jewish people is that it should serve as a peacemaker. As explained above, peace is an element of unity that transcends the natural divides. The Torah is set to create peaceful reconciliation between the world and its creator, and between the body and the soul. Surely if the Torah carries the ability to heal the dichotomies outside of the Torah, certainly the internal schism between the hidden and revealed elements of Torah can be healed as well. This premise is in fact clearly detailed by Rashi. The Jewish people are assured by God that he will appear to them to explain the secret of the Torah's reasons and its hidden mysteries. In this light, we can conclude that the natural concealment of the Torah soul is more of a phase than a permanent phenomenon. Significantly, the messianic era is described as a time when the world will be filled with the knowledge of God, and the sole occupation of the entire world will be to know him. Indeed, the Rambam describes that the Jewish people will then be great sages and will know the hidden matters, and they will attain an understanding of their Creator to the fullest extent possible. It is clear that this inner element of Pnimei Sartorah will ultimately be broadly revealed. From the beginning of our history, the limitations on Pnimei were bound to be reversed. It was only a matter of time and change in circumstances that this inner dimension of Torah would become part and parcel of the average person's Torah study. This recognition serves as an important introduction to our upcoming discussion of the origins of Chassidus. Despite its expansive presentation, Chassidus belongs to the element of Pnimes HaTorah which was concealed for generations. With this in mind, we can classify the development of Hasidus as a most significant step in integrating the Torah's soul within the mainstream of Jewish life.